Welcome to Create Momentum for Positive Mindset. Today, my guest is Sharon. Sharon is an entrepreneur and graphic designer. Sharon, thank you very much for giving me your time. I know you're a busy woman. No thank you. At all. So I've been uh, thinking to organize this podcast for a long time, but uh, due to a reason you were on a holiday, so you came back and uh, we had a chat and today we are here. Absolutely, yeah. So I I I I was on holiday. I mean, no, it was a working holiday, <laughs> but I'm back now. Okay, please tell me a little bit about yourself and how sure. did you? So, um, as Shazad said, uh, first of all, thank you very much for um, allowing me some time on your platform. I feel very privileged. Um, I haven't done a podcast for a very long time now, so this is uh, it's great to refresh myself in that. So thank you for that. Um, so my name is Sharon Kay. I am a freelance graphic designer and a business and marketing coach. Um, I've spent the last seven to eight years basically honing my skill, um, understanding what I do and being able to help other people also establish their businesses online. That's a, that's a great thing. So uh, what did you uh, have a graphic designing degree or were you, let's say, in a, let's say we'll take you back in your college and university. Is that what mm -hmm, you wanted yeah. to do for your future to get a job or to get a, um, do a business? Yeah, no. So um, setting up my own business was never part of the plan. Um, it, it comes in as part of my story, how I've ended up in this position. But when I was at university, I actually did a business and marketing degree. Um, and if we want to rewind just a little bit more before that, um, when I was a lot younger, I actually wanted to write books. So I actually wanted to um, be an author. I wanted to have a series of my own books. Literature was my passion. Uh, writing, reading, it was what I loved doing. And then I... <laughs> You know what it's like, right? When you're in the Asian community and you've been brought up in an Asian household, they're like, either you become a doctor or an accountant. That's it. Um, so I kind of um, was directed, guided, I think I should say, guided towards um, more of a business um, business field. And because of that, I then ended up doing a business and marketing degree. And I loved it. I actually really enjoyed the marketing side of it. So advertising, marketing, copywriting, PR, um, those kind of things were where, where I was able to be creative. I excelled in. Um, and then when I actually finished university, I never went into the marketing field. I actually found that once I got married, I there became like a need to work more than a desire to work so I ended up having uh, I kind of fell into audit um, so I spent a good like nearly 10 years in compliance audit and that gave me some amazing skills actually uh, something I would never regret now looking back because it allowed me it allowed me to understand um, you know like corporate governance how to you know we're working very closely with companies' house and the importance of dedication and processes and procedures and how to make sure things were all streamlined to make sure that you were working smart, not hard. Um, so that was really great on that side of things. And then uh, when I became a single mom, I 
I just, uh, I kind of, I needed to fall back into my face a little bit because I kind of lost trust in things, you know, like, and I started creating these beautiful designs, actually, and um, it was all electronic, so it was all graphic, and it was all self-taught, so I taught myself how to create these beautiful pieces of artwork, and that is how my first business was built, and um, it did really, really well, but what happened was when I actually started off on this business venture, I had no intentions of, you know, where it ended up. I just kind of allowed for God to guide me and for my faith to lead me towards this. And I think that happened in a really, in a really um, lovely way, actually, because then I was able to help so many others. So I created these beautiful pieces of artwork, people started paying attention, I was doing my own marketing, I was becoming a little bit more vocal on social media, I started building a, a really nice network of people, I learned more, I invested in my own mentors and coaches, and, you know, I realized that actually I, I'm really pretty good at marketing, actually, and um, that's when I started building uh, courses. So I did have my graphic design side, but what happened was when customers and clients saw that I was making these beautiful pieces of artwork they'd also see my my marketing side then they would say I've got a business would you mind helping me with my logo or would you mind helping me with my Facebook group or would you mind helping me with you know the copywriting for this piece of work that I'm doing and I'd be like yeah no worries and then I realized actually I don't actually have a set of services that I can provide so I created a set of services that I was able to offer people that would come to me for advice and guidance and from there, it eventually became courses. And then I was able to teach people how to become their own graphic designer for their social media because they couldn't afford my rates. Um, eventually, they couldn't afford my rates. So I would then just teach them how to become their own graphic designers. And what I loved about this was because I came from a domestic abuse background. I was able to help women who also left domestic abuse backgrounds um to set up their own businesses and to kind of excel and not have to like you know i started my, my first business off with no money i had two babies i didn't know what i was doing it wasn't even intentionally that i was going to start a business to make money it was just i needed something for my own peace and it became something and then i was able to help other people with their businesses that way so for me um my journey hasn't just been smooth sailing or a simple story there's like lots of different elements that comes into it and uh, my story is not over yet so there's a lot of stuff still going on last year uh sorry this year i've actually become a single mom in the sense that my kids dad's no longer around anymore unfortunately so now there's a whole new chapter of how you know like my narrative has changed a little bit now so we're just kind of like trying to see what happens next and the perp I, I kind of feel like every step of the way is a learning curve. One part of my story doesn't dictate the end of my story. It just helps to build on it, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I hope I've given you like a roundabout idea. Yes, of, what of course. It says think of tomorrow. Yesterday is no more. I truly understand. Uh, whatsoever happened in the past is like, um, I mean, past is gone. So you always, it's a future is always bright. So you see, you see the bright things. So that's where 
you 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 make new goal new ambition i um uh, hats off to you you're a very strong woman i appreciate i i appreciate what you're doing and how did you uh change your i mean graphic designing which you learned and which you changed it in completely into entrepreneurship obviously entrepreneurship is a very ugly journey people won't see your hard work your sweat whatever you putting they just like the final product so it could be anybody if you take patrick but david if you take gary v or if you take david belza all these guys they have gone a lot a lot a lot which an uh, average person could not see so um what it is uh, i want to ask you something is it the graphic design uh, you know uh, i don't know much about graphic designing obviously i i like um you know for me i'll say to myself jack of all trade but master in none i like to take piece 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 from everything that Today i don't, that that phrase doesn't finish just there jack of jack of jack of it? all trade master in jack none jack of all trades and master of none yeah. it doesn't finish there so after we finish and i can't remember what the rest of it is i'm going to try and find it right before the before we finish this podcast today yeah yeah, yeah. Finish. there there is a little bit at the end of it but i want to do it verbatim yeah you're right you are the jack you, you jack of all, all trades and but but sometimes you need to be the jack of all trades to become the master you know like you can't you can be perfect at one thing but not know how to do everything else and sometimes that, sometimes that doesn't help your business and i'm speaking from a business point of view not every not every aspect in life right um but on the other side it, it makes it is it has to be a balance i know a lot of coaches that teach you um that you need to become a master of just one thing but if you look at my journey for example I want to break that mold just for a second and go a little I want to I want to diversify a little bit and just say I've had so many opportunities to build skills in so many different areas in my life and I think all of those things have pulled in together to help me build my brand the way I have done um and then as from from the from the perspective of being a coach i do believe that if you are going to teach something to someone or if you're going to be an expert in something then yes you do need to have that one thing that you're honed in on but um that phrase that phrase tugs that phrase tugs on me a little bit okay two things which i always uh, emphasize yeah dr yeah. erickson dr erickson came in with this 10000 rules then there is another author which he which written this book is called 10000 10000 hour rules okay so so uh, what uh, I, i believe jp morgan or morgan stanley what they were doing they want to hire uh, they want to hire the graduates uh, do the 10000 hours in two and a half two and a half years work 72 hours in a uh, 72 hour in a week for two and a half hours to to get uh, to uh, level up their game so they complete 10 hour 10 hours these are all like six figure in compare people so 10000 means seven years eight hours every day but there is a author his name is Josh Kaufman again the, the that phrase jack of all trade master in none yeah so he came with the subject his first he wrote a book which is called 20 hours for your first 20 hours if you focus to learn something in 20 hours the basic you can learn it very good 
So if you if you see a TED talk or I'll send you the link, uh, his name is Josh Kaufman. So he came in, he was searching that how could I learn more in less time and give more time to my family, to my, it, she, yeah. she, he has um, a young born baby. So he wanted to give that time to her, but he was seeing that he's going left, right and stumble all over the places. So however, he wrote this book, The First 20 Hours. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i mean if you want to learn graphic designing if you want to learn about web um, web development different languages or if you want to learn about uh, let's say cloud computing all different sources you can learn the basic in 20 hours sure. so like that you if you want to spend like 45 minutes uh, every day or hour for 20 20 days that fully focused you mm -hmm. do that you yeah, will no, achieve I it the concept yeah so so that's, I mean, sometimes things are very easy, but we make it difficult for ourselves. So what do you say? What do you say about that? The 10,000 hour rule, now 20 hours. I think I, okay, let me, let me put, let me put my perspective through. Okay. Um, anybody is capable of learning if they want to do it. Right. Okay. Obviously we have people with learning disabilities. So let's, let's exempt them. Let's exempt them from my statement. Let's put them on the side. Right. If you want to learn something, if it is important enough for you to learn something, there's going to be a couple of things that are going to happen here. There has to be a purpose for your learning, right? There has to be a need and a desire and a purpose for your learning. And then you, the second thing is you have to make it a priority. So it doesn't matter how long it takes for you to learn something it could take you 20 years to become an expert on one thing it could take you 10 minutes to become an expert on something so it's relative depending on what it is that you're trying to learn and i think sometimes it's all well and good to to read books and experiences of other authors and what it is that they want to do and achieve and they're talking from their experiences they want to sell books right great my my expert opinion in this is that the best way to learn is to do. So you can sit there and read all the books in the world that you want, right? Until you're actually going to apply yourself to learn something, you're never going to learn it. Of that's course. My, that's, that, that's my personal opinion. And I do believe that it could take you, it could, look, it takes, it takes, um, it takes 40 to 42 days. I can't remember. I think it's 42 days. It takes 42 days to develop a habit. And it takes a matter of hours or a matter of minutes to break the habit. You know, all it takes is for you to not do something on one day when you've said that you're going to do it to break that habit. Say, for example, every single day you're going to say, in the morning I'm going to wake up, I'm going to have my chia seed pudding uh, with, a, with one whole banana and my oat milk on the side. It takes you one day, it takes you one breakfast to break the habit because you're not being consistent or something comes up or circumstances, life happens, so you break that habit. Now what happens is when you break that habit, it is down to you and in your power to pick that habit back up again. But it might take you another 42 days to build that habit back up again. Yes, right? you're absolutely you're absolutely right. I could not remember this uh, author name. I was just listening um podcast, uh, PBD podcast. He mm -hmm. said because um, whenever he wants to go and he wants to focus more. So what he does, he uh, he closes all his electronical item, which is the biggest distraction. As you know, 
the mobile phone we use in a day about 2,657 times. Sure. So he, he written the book called Focus. He's, he's from England, but I, I could not remember his uh, name. It, uh, he says what you're saying, similar way. If your pattern breaks, so then again, it will take time to, to adjust, to, to redevelop it and uh, to adjust it where you were. But again, yeah. again, big chain, if you want a big chain in a day, it won't help small baby baby steps it always help you like let's say 15 it say uh, there is a book i read five flows of work it say make it so small that you can't say no to yourself make it a one minute make it a 0.1 percent every day but do it every day small changes makes huge differences oh, 100%, yeah 100 yeah. like Dar darren hardy take uh, darren hardy say compound effect in everything it's not only financially compound effect if you want to go gym let's say if you want to go gym to make your pattern that you're going to do 15 minutes skipping every day you won't mm. see the change within a month but in eight months yeah. time or so one for, year you see the change so for anybody in your audience who's not 100 percent sure what the compound effect is that you're mentioning um i think that just just to make it just to explain it a little bit compound effect in the financial system is basically if you think about okay so say for example you and i've read this somewhere so this is not me this is something that i read you take a penny uh would you take a penny or would you take a hundred thousand pounds um and somebody took one penny and the compound effect is every single day that that one penny will double so on day one that one penny will become two pennies the next day that same one penny that became two pennies will become four pennies so that's and what happened was in a very short period of time there was more money available in the compound effect than there was in just taking the lump sum of money so you're actually investing and building yourself up and it's the same with everything that you do in life if you invest into something and you work on it and you focus on it uh it will double every single time and you will see a more improved and beneficial outcome to just taking a big lump sum and expecting that to work somehow of course it's called the eight wonders the compound the effect eighth wonder of the world yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah um, obviously i have uh, heard that the first time i heard it very long time back but i could not understand it which uh, was um Tony Robbins. I'm always been obsessed with uh, to self learning and uh, personal development. Mm -hmm. From 2004, I'm listening, and I went to the his seminar as well in Excel in London. So he told compound effect. There was a guy who was earning only fourteen thousand dollar, but when he died, he left about ninety two million. But what he was doing. 10%, 20% of his salary was going, it was in his account, compounded, compounded, compounded. He got that uh, that big. Yeah. Similar way, I mean, uh, I don't want to give the, because some people don't like finance, they say, but uh, in a different aspect of life, if you want to take a gym or reading book or anything, so you can take any example out of it and uh, make it if you want to make it. One, uh, okay. Uh, as as you said, book reading. But most of the people which I find like entrepreneur like take Elon Musk, uh, Peter Jordanson, uh, Robert Greene, these are the writers. But they read a lot of books. Elon they Musk, when, 
Yeah, Elon yeah, Musk when he was when he was 12 years old, he read all his library books. He's not an aeronautical engineer, but he has SpaceX company. Yeah. So it helps. Reading helps you you to 30 minutes of reading helps you to develop 1 million words you come to across. Yeah. I I think okay, so when I mentioned earlier about reading isn't the end all or be all of business. My intention wasn't to say that it's not important to read. Of course it is. I read books all the time. I've got some, you know, I've read some great books um, during my journey as an entrepreneur. And I think that it's great to help build a balance. So what I would do was I would wake up in the morning, I would do my bath, so I'd do my prayers in the morning, and then I would read my book, you know, half an hour. Every morning I would do that. Uh, and then eventually what happened was I got less and less time in reading. And then what happened was I didn't want to break that habit of dedicating that 20 minutes or half an hour towards self-development. So I downloaded the Amazon app and now I just download all of my books and now they're ebooks and and, I, and and they're just, you know, audio books, sorry, not ebooks. So I have them playing in the background all the time, but Again, even though you are reading, I think it's very important that you're reading and that you're learning and these self-development books are great because they provide you with motivation and inspiration and learning from other people's mistakes and other people's experiences is, is a fantastic thing. Um, but I have to put a hell of a lot of, impor of importance on the fact that everyone's going to fail. Uh, you can read all the books in the world. You're trying to tell me Elon Musk hasn't failed massively in his life. Tony Robbins, uh, Robinson hasn't failed massively in his life. He has. It doesn't matter how many books that you read. But when a circumstance comes your way, you may make the wrong decision. And that has got nothing to do with your um, academic, academic background. It just means that you're human and that eventually everybody will fail. Nobody. And this is one of the reasons why I'm saying it is because as a business coach, I have seen so many businesses that have started with the best of intentions and they've like, oh, you know what? I've done this, I've done that, I've learned about this, I've learned about that, but the businesses still fail. And then they feel so down about the fact that, oh, but I did all of this hard work. Why have I not succeeded? The reason why that they have not succeeded is because they put a lot of emphasis on, well, that book said I should do this. Your circumstances are always going to be different to what is written in a book. The book is there to inspire you and for you to learn from and to be motivated by. But you have to use your own intuition, your own gut instincts to build a successful business. I mean, look at Sugar, right? He he didn't go to university. He I'm, I'm sure like he didn't spend a lot of his time reading books when he first started off in business is because he probably needed to hustle hard. Uh, but he was street smart and he got where he got where he got, you know, by doing what he did. So go out. My my word of advice to anybody who's starting out in business right now is go out and try. Go out, try and fail. The quickest route to success is failure. The quickest route to success is, um, is failure is because the more you fail, the more you know that wasn't right for you. So you detour and you try something else. You know, you try something and then you build and you stack and you build and you stack and you build and you stack. And eventually that stacking will compound and you will hit success. 
and it might be completely different to what you started off as you know what you started off as might look something so different to what it looks like when you're right at the end of course uh sharon 100 uh, i agree with you all these people has failed very badly uh just as a take elon musk um so what he did he wanted to this thing to go for a uh, sky he have a spacex he was trying to rocket to go in the space he failed three time the fourth time he made it you mm-hmm. if you if you don't if you don't um if you don't uh get fail you will know you will not know the value of the success failure is very important failures make you more stronger to come back strong if uh, i mean if there is any competition happening if there is like boxing matches yeah let's say mike tyson or muhammad ali example but if they lose they don't get disheartened there they will practice more and more and more and more to make themselves better to come and rematch and win it that's 100% i agree with you let's say my example when i started the podcast so what i thought to oh, oh it's going to be easy you know when i saw somebody they're doing a podcast with uh, all the big uh, big names like mark cuban everybody you know what even though if i ask people who with 500 followers they don't want to come and have a chat so it's a failure i learned from it but slowly 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 i change that concept then i said you know what i will speak with people from all walks of life it doesn't matter if if a cleaner has a knowledge if he can share it if he can make an impact i will talk to him or ceo yeah. so that's why i speak with everybody i i don't mm-hmm. uh, judge people what their characters are what they do so i speak and i say it's an opportunity for me it's an opportunity for there if i could be a help for someone i will do that absolutely so we have last 10 minutes so i want to ask you a question about the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. in your eye what is an entrepreneur and what it takes to be an entrepreneur i think an entrepreneur is somebody who goes out to monetize a skill or push a product um that's going to be able to help or serve a specific audience uh that's what i think an entrepreneur is um and i think to be a successful entrepreneur that was the second question wasn't it what does yeah, it take yeah. to be an What's entrepreneur it? i think it just takes dedication motivation and uh, direction um i think you need to know who it is that you are trying to serve i think you know i think you need to know what it is that you can do to help them and uh finally how to deliver that service or product to them so that they're helped absolutely sharon i'm really grateful and thankful to you for today you have made the time and give the time to create momentum and before we go yeah like let's say somebody who want to start a business or they have lost a job or they are demotivated what should they do to completely make a difference i i think the question is what what is what is what would be important for you like uh what do you want to make a difference in do you want to make a difference in your own life or do you want to make a difference in someone else's life if you've just lost your job and you're struggling uh my advice is 
find something that you're really bloody well good at and find people who could do with that. And then you could put it into a nice, neat little package and deliver that as a service or a product. Uh, for somebody who would like to start off a business, I think it's really important to understand what your niche is. I think you need to niche down heavily and uh, learn how to market yourself and be confident in putting your product or service out there, which means that you need to hit your target audience. And if you're not sure how to do that, you're more than welcome to come and hit me up because I can show you exactly how to do that. That's fine. Thank you once again. And I will put all uh, your uh, social media details in uh, the description. So if anybody wants okay. to approach Sharon K, most welcome. And uh, she makes a very good TikTok. I like her profile <laughs> very much. And, yeah, my TikTok uh, is my TikTok is purely there for uh, I'm researching on TikTok at the moment. I'm learning how to use that platform because I was an Instagram marketing coach for such a long time. So I'm trying to break out of the bounds of just being an Instagram coach. I want to learn a little bit more about TikTok. So I have a few surprises up my sleeve in in the near future. Uh, might integrate TikTok into my into my into my courses as well. All right, you are in the right path. That's what I believe. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Shazali, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you uh, having me on your podcast. No problem. Thank you.